the Go Get It podcast. And today is going to be me explaining my experience going through my first ever half Ironman. Um, and to be honest, I don't really have anything written out. This is just going to be like just me literally just talking about the entire experience, what I learned from it, um, and what I think you guys could really take away from because I took two super valuable lessons away from this. Um, and I'll be going in depth as to why I feel like, you know, those are the most valuable things that I learned personally. And um, yeah, just excited to fucking get into it. So um, we'll kind of start off with like, you know, why did I do this? Like, why did I decide to, you know, even take on this like challenge um, or the physical challenge? Like, I don't really, no one asked me to, I didn't need to. Um, it was really just like, I wanted to try something new. I wanted to challenge myself in a different aspect of fitness because obviously I love fitness and I think everyone knows that um, as if you just fucking follow my Instagram or my Facebook, you can clearly tell that I love fitness. Um, but I was kind of like, I'm not going to say I was bored, but I was kind of just like tired of doing the same thing over and over again. And it's not that it's not that weightlifting bores me or anything like that, but it's like, it comes to a certain point that's like, you know, I kind of just want to try out something new and just see how it goes. Um, and see if I can handle it because I want to be able to challenge myself. I want to be able to put myself in like a new position, get comfortable in that new uncomfortable position and just see how I ride there. You know what I mean? So, um, and it was just pretty fucking awesome to be honest with you guys, because if you guys don't know, I kind of started this training in the past four months, um, because you know, it's summer and I was like, how can I spend more time outside? Because I was kind of getting FOMO, just like not being out there almost, to be honest, um, because typically like my summers are really spent in the gym and that's kind of where I really develop and work on my foundation and stuff like that. So I've been doing that for the past, um, like I'm going to say four or five years, like in the gym, you know, I'm not really spending any time outside. And I was like, you know, what's a new challenge that I can, you know, take on. Um, and I was like, fuck man, like this guy, Nick bear, I'm sure maybe some of you know who he is. Maybe some of you don't know who he is, but, um, he's a huge inspiration of mine. I actually was able to meet him in person on um, this past summer. Um, thanks to a lot of people that contributed to that experience as well. Um, meeting Nick bear. Well, if you guys don't know, Nick bear is like a very strength oriented guy, but at the same time, so like the guy can deadlift like 500 pounds for reps, but at the same time he can just go do like an, like an Ironman, you know what I mean? Like, so great, like a crazy athlete. Right. Um, and I was like, dude, like this guy is just not afraid to get uncomfortable. And I really look up to him because I'm like, dude, this guy's just fucking inspiring. Um, so I'm like, why the fuck can't I do that? Like, why the fuck can't I like be my own version of that and like still challenge myself and push myself, um, obviously to like, you know, another limit for me because another limit for him is like past a full Ironman. But for me, it's like, I've never even done a triathlon in my life. Um, so I was like, fuck it, man. Like, let's just start training for it. I didn't think about it. I went and I uh, hit up a guy like, uh, his name was like Larry. I hit him up to buy a bike. Um, and I was like, dude, like, let's just fucking get into it. So started, uh, slowly working up with my endurance, um, started off actually with just doing like my, my runs at the longest were like six miles or something like that. So really nothing crazy. Um, and then slowly every week mileage increased little by little. So six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 miles in a row. Um, and we worked up, I worked up to that pace, like on my own. Um, and I was following a free program that I found online. Honestly, it was like a half iron. Like if you guys just look up like half Ironman program, that's probably the program that I followed to be honest with you guys. Um, really simple. Um, nothing too crazy, but obviously you need a pool, you need a bike and you, you know, have to somewhat, you know, be okay with running and getting better at running. Um, so, uh, and those honestly were things that I never really aspired to do. I've never aspired to, uh, be competitive in swimming. I've never aspired to, um, be competitive in running, biking, none of this shit. Right. I was like, 
And I was like, dude, yeah, I just want to fucking do this because I just want to try it, you know? Like, and if I wasn't open-minded to the idea of doing it, I never would have put myself in this experience. And I think that's where a lot of people like are, that's where your fault is, is that you're scared to try new things. Like maybe right now you're kind of scared to start a new weightlifting program. Maybe right now you're kind of scared to start a different diet. Or maybe right now you're kind of scared to just dive into something uncomfortable that you might, that you know you would benefit from the experience, but you're kind of sitting there overanalyzing and not taking action on whatever it is that goal is. And you might be talking about it and shit, but it's like at the end of the day, if you're not taking action, like you're not doing anything, you know? So um, I'm telling you right now, like this, if I didn't get uncomfortable with this situation, I never would have put myself in that position. Or I never would have, you know, started running. I never would have started doing any of these different um, areas of fitness. Getting out there and running. It's as simple as getting out there and going to the gym. It's as simple as um, doing that new hobby that you want to do. It's as simple as contacting someone that, you know, maybe you could benefit from and hearing their opinion. It's like, guys, like don't hold yourself back because, you know, you, you think you might get uncomfortable. Maybe you get this, maybe you get butterflies in your stomach thinking about like something new that you want to try, but like, it's like, ah, oh, damn, like then I got to do this, this, and this, but who cares? Who cares? You're doing the same thing every fucking day anyway. Just try something new. Like what, like there is not going to be any downfalls from you learning from that experience, whether it's negative or positive. Like, did I love doing the half Ironman? Like I liked it. I liked the experience, but like, am I in love with endurance training? Not really. I just got, saw a different perspective. You know what I mean? So, and it doesn't always have to be like, oh yeah, I found my passion or whatever it is. It's like, just try new shit, man. You're going to benefit from it regardless, whether it was like a fantastic experience or whether it was like an okay experience. Um, but kind of getting off topic here. So I want to go dive back into um, my training working up to this. And listen, guys, I didn't really want to sacrifice my muscle mass throughout this process either. So I was pretty much because the program that I was on basically had you working out at least once, one to two times a week or one to two times a day um, with swimming, running or biking. And I had to accommodate that program with three intense full body weight training sessions throughout the week as well. So I'm pretty much training twice a day, every single week. And then weekends are long, heavy endurance. Um, so like I'm talking biking from anywhere from 30 to 50 miles, um, and then running anywhere from, you know, eight to, you know, 13 to 14 miles. Um, at least at the end of prep, that's kind of how it was. Um, so it was just like, it was super different for me. Like I've been an athlete before, like I've wrestled in high school, which is obviously a huge challenge for anyone that's wrestled out there knows that like that is one of the toughest sports you can do. Um, I've done rugby before. So I've done a bunch of different like sports that might include some sort of cardiovascular activity, but I've never like really full on just done like a straight race or done a straight um, half marathon or done a straight triathlon. Like I've never done anything like this. So I was getting really uncomfortable doing this. Um, and it was just, it was just an awesome experience. So, um, you know, we work up to it. Um, and actually I'm going to say probably like a month, uh, two months ago or a month and a half ago, I'm going to say I fully signed up for this. I was like, you know what? Like I've been saying that, you know, I've been training for this, you know, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to sign up for it because I heard there was one coming up and it wasn't too far from my house. So I was like, Dude, like this is like the universe telling me that I should probably sign up for this race because I've been training for it and I feel like it would not only, you know, push me to another limit, but also maybe this would benefit someone else if they see, you know, me doing something like this coming from where I came from. Guys, because you guys got to understand, like I came from a position where when I was 12 years old, I could not run one mile. Like running was the worst thing I ever endured. Like I hated it. I hated running. That was the worst thing I ever wanted. That was the last thing I ever wanted to think about. Um, and even after wrestling in high school and rugby, 
I really thought my running days were done too. And it's funny because Nick Bear says this too. He's like, yeah, I went through like, um, he went through like ranger school and he was like, dude, after the army, I'm never running again. Um, and it was crazy that like it brought me like for some reason, I was just attracted to, you know, just trying to push myself. And it was specifically like through running and through biking and all these different cardiovascular activities that I never had really, you know, thought about doing for a long time. So it kind of just like was rekindled, I guess. And it was just awesome to uh, pursue a new challenge like that. And um, I honestly just had a great time in the process at the same time. Um, but we'll get to, you know, we'll get to now, um, you know, we'll fast forward to race day pretty much because, you know, I went through all my training, I worked up to it, you know, bought the package to sign up for the sign up for the half Ironman officially. Um, and I was like, all right, it's fucking game time now, you know, like no, no missing out, no missing out now. Um, and I just uh, and then, you know, <laughs> get up at um, I'll describe race day to you guys right now. Um, so I got up at four in the morning. Um, try and I couldn't really even sleep that night to be honest with you guys just because like I was in a new place I never I never really had you know I it was in Montauk New York by the way um, I've never really been to Montauk like and I've obviously never spent the night there so it was like already tough to go to sleep um, and then there was like a wedding going on and shit like that so it was like I could barely sleep at the hotel um, but uh, still got some sleep in right so again 4 a.m. got up around then started stretching um, you know, try to get everything done, put my tattoos on that I know I needed to get uh, on. Uh, it was like, it's like water tattoos. So just so they have like your number imprinted, like on your shoulder and your leg um, and just got everything, you know, ready. Started protocols for nutrition, for endurance training. I kind of just winged it. Um, so I was like, all right, I probably have to get Pedialyte. I probably have to have carbs in me before. Um, so I just started having like a banana, just uh, a couple bananas. Like I think I had two, uh, a lot of Pedialyte with me throughout like the night before, a lot of water um, just so I could stay hydrated. Um, and again, slowly working up to, so now it's 4 a.m. Now we get to the race and it's like 5.30. Um, so I'm meeting a bunch of people. Everyone is just super fucking awesome, by the way, at, at triathlons because I feel like everyone is there. Like, listen, if you, like when I got there, it was like, I was like, does anybody else know why we're here right now? <laughs> because nobody, nobody was trying to fucking actually do it. Um, but it's like, it was just that factor of just like, I kind of just need to do this. You know what I mean? And everyone was on the same playing field at the same time because like, no one was like, oh yeah, let's fucking go run. Let's go fucking bike like 56 miles and go fucking run 13 miles. It was like, it was like, ah, damn, like, we kind of have to do this because we signed up for it. Uh, but at the same time, it was just like one of those things that's like everyone's there to push themselves and everyone was really just like being super supportive of each other, which I really, really fuck with. Like I loved how supportive everyone was, um, even though it's a competition, of course, like everyone is just like gets along so well and everyone is just like so fucking awesome because even till the end, like everyone is supporting everyone. Like I saw people, you know, that were, you know, that were obviously way ahead of me. And I was like, Hey man, you know, great job. And they were like, dude, keep going. You're almost there. Um, and like on my way and on my way back, I saw people, you know, going, um, that were behind me. And I was like, dude, you're fucking almost there. Like keep fucking going because you guys, you guys gotta realize like when you get to that state of fatigue, especially if you've never been there for a person, I've never like been to a half Ironman before. It was like, fuck, dude, like, this is some crazy ass shit, man. Um, it was like some crazy ass fucking like another level of fatigue that I've never experienced in my life. Um, but anyway, we'll get to, you know, starting the race. All right. So um, I guess the race started around 6.30 a.m. Um, or no, 6, no, sorry, 6.50 a.m. Um, so I finished, I, we obviously were uh, swimming in open water. So one mile, um, honestly, it wasn't too bad. I kind of just kept, I kept, 
going another direction because I wouldn't look up. And then one of the lifeguards was like, dude, you need to look up because you are going completely off course. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's my bad, man. Um, so uh, I had to look up every 10 strokes. Um, so finish that up. Honestly, the water felt really good. Like it wasn't like super cold. Um, it was my first time using a wetsuit because I'm an idiot and I've never, you know, I never bought a wetsuit during my prep. So, um, you know, that was a good time to test it out, like during the actual race. Right. Um, so finish that up. And uh, yeah, it was pretty... It was, it was a good swim, honestly. Like, my swim felt pretty solid because I felt like I was, like, pretty caught up with a lot of people. Um, and then we transitioned to the bike. Now, this is where it gets interesting. So, um, I don't have a tri-bike, just to be frank with you guys. Like, and I feel like that should be a wake-up call to you guys that keep saying, like, oh, dude, I don't have a bike for that and shit. Bro, just grab whatever bike you want and do it. You know what I mean? Like, nobody cares if you have a tri-bike. Nobody cares if you have, like, a professional bike. Like, straight up, guys, I think my bike was, like, 500 bucks. Um, and it's like a Trek bike. It's not a triathlon bike. It doesn't have the handlebar. It doesn't have like the professional like bars or whatever. It's like a regular bike. All right. So I decided to do 56 miles with that fucking bike. And people were like, dude, are you really going to do that? I was like, yeah, man. Like, why the fuck not? Like, what else am I going to use? You know what I mean? So um, it was cool. But what it was not cool was when I got to around. Uh, so there was two laps. It was two laps of 28 miles. Um, and what was not cool was... Um, I got a flat tire around mile, I'm gonna say around mile 20. I think around mile 20 on my first lap, I got a flat tire. So I was riding with a flat tire and I was already disadvantaged because I didn't have a tri bike and people were obviously, you know, like going faster than me. I don't have cycling shoes either. I just had regular shoes <laughs> doing this race. Um, and uh, I, I was just like, fuck it, man, like whatever. Um, so I just kept, I, I had a haul ass to, um, to finish the first lap because that's where there was like a bike repair station. Um, and during the whole time, I, like when I had a flat tire, I was like, I was like, are you fucking kidding me, man? Like I was literally yelling at my, because we couldn't use headphones. We couldn't use headphones. We couldn't have our phones with us. Um, because like, it was like a very, it was like a very open, uh, open race in the sense that like a lot of cars were still passing you because the bike ride is, the bike ride is so long um they can't really just like close off everything for you you know what i mean so um it was very it was like so very mentally challenging in my opinion if you take away the headphones and shit um because honestly i've been using headphones this entire prep and i didn't know that i couldn't use them until like the day before um and i was like fuck it but uh yeah so i hauled ass for uh, like eight miles without a front tire pretty much because you could literally hear just like I mean what the fuck am I gonna do man like stop no you don't fucking stop like I was like I have trained for four months and I have trained and I bought this ticket and I came all the way out here I'm not stopping I was like I am not stopping you are not stopping like that was not a thought in my mind obviously I was like this I was like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Like, why the fuck does this shit happen to me? Like, of course it happens to me. The guy with the disadvantage already, it's just like, and I was like, All right, I need to shut the fuck up because what is what is me yelling at myself gonna do? So I got to the finish line, they repaired it. It took them about 15, uh, 10, 15 minutes. So obviously I wasn't, go at this point, I wasn't going for time. Um, and I was actually one of the last people to finish. If you guys don't know, like um, probably like, there's probably like 15 people left after I finished. So obviously didn't do great like standings wise, but um, there were obviously a lot of factors that contributed to that. But I also, I'm not, I'm not an endurance athlete. I'm not, I'm just a regular fucking dude that was like, fuck man, I just want to try it out, you know? Um, and um, so 
Yeah, so we did, and then I fin they fixed it up really good, actually. So I was able to uh, finish up the whole other loop of 28 miles, um, which in itself was also a bit of a challenge because, guys, there were so many fucking hills during this race. Um, it was actually fucking ridiculous because, like, every hill, like, when I, especially on my way back, I was like, dude, are you fucking kidding me with this fucking hill? Because it was, like, the fourth time that I passed it, and I was like, dude, fuck this hill, man. I was literally, I was actually, like, yelling at the hill, like, yo, I was like, fuck you, hill. Like, yeah, like you can't conquer me, man. I'm going to keep going and shit. Um, and it was pretty cool, honestly, um, because I was, nobody was around me, and I could literally just, like, talk to inan inanimate objects, which was great. Um, and so I did, I did that. And so finished up the bike ride. Um, so did the 56 miles. And at this point, my quads are gassed. My quads are fucking gassed because I'm not, I'm not sure how like bike mechanics work, but I'm pretty sure when you have a flat tire, you are using a lot more of your leg drive. And I'm pretty sure that kind of burned me out a little bit, but obviously on top of that, it's like 56 miles of biking. Like that's not something you just do on an average day, unless you're like a Unless you're like a crazy bike athlete, which is cool, like that's fine. Like you're you're a beast if you can bike 56 miles on a regular day. Um, I cannot. I did that. I did that this one time. That was the first time I ever did it. Um, so, um, but it was cool though. It was. Uh, so I finished that up. Um, again, legs are super fatigued. Uh, so now I go into the run. Um, so this is this is like this is at the point where it's like shit man my legs are really fucked up right now they're super exhausted like this is going to be quite the experience getting through this run and honestly the run the entire time i uh, i'm not gonna lie to you guys like i really thought i didn't know if i was gonna make it to be honest with you guys because my legs were fucking burning like burning burning man like i've experienced like post leg day and shit like um after not training legs for a while like dude that was the worst pain my legs were ever in in my life. I'm not even I'm not even fucking like lying to you guys. Like going into that rate, going into that run, I was like, this is gonna be fucked. <laughs> so I did my, you know, at, like literally, I got like two miles in, um, into at, out of the thirteen. So it's it was two loops of six and a half miles. Um, so I got I got I did the first like two miles um, off the bike. Um, so drank some Pedialyte, you know, had a little bit of uh, goo. And if you guys don't know what goo is, it's kind of uh, this nasty fucking uh, stuff that endurance athletes take. I don't know why, um, but I guess it's the most convenient thing, and it's easy on your stomach, right, when you're running. Um, but my legs kept cramping. I had to stop. I had to stop like four or five times because my knees just kept cramping up. Like it wasn't that they were injured. It was just like they had never gone through that much fatigue in one sitting. So it was like, and it's crazy because like I have done bike rides, but it was like the intensity of the bike ride um, at the same time. So I was like, dude, fuck. So um, I had to just stop, drink water, have goo. Um, and then as soon as they felt, you know, hydrated, I guess, again, I kept going, but then they would cramp up again and then it would get hydrated. Um, and it was just kind of a cycle for at least the first, like, I'm gonna say 30 minutes of the run. Like that was how my run went. Um, but then after that, like it was kind of, I was kind of like not cruising, but, uh, I was definitely like feeling a lot better after that. Um, again, still my legs are in a massive amount of pain because we're like the run also is not straight. Like it's a bunch of fucking hills. Um, just like everything else in that course. Um, so it was just like, I mean, what the fuck am I going to do, man? Like stop. No, you don't fucking stop. Like I was like, I have trained for four months and I have trained and I bought this ticket and I came all the way out here. I'm not stopping. I was like, I am not stopping. You are not stopping. 
Like that was not a thought in my mind. Obviously I was like this, I was like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Like, why the fuck does this shit happen to me? Like, of course it happens to me. The guy with the disadvantage already, it's just like, and I was like, I need to shut the fuck up because what is, what is me yelling at myself going to do? So I got to the finish line. They repaired it. It took them about 15, uh, 10, 15 minutes. So obviously I wasn't going at this point. I wasn't going for time. Um, and I was actually one of the last people to finish. If you guys don't know, like, um, probably like, there's probably like 15 people left uh, after I finished. So obviously didn't do great like standings wise, but um, there were obviously a lot of factors that contributed to that. But I also, I'm not, I'm not an endurance athlete. I'm not, I'm just a regular fucking dude that was like, fuck man, I just want to try it out, you know? Um, and um, so yeah, so we did. And then I fin they fixed it up really good actually. So I was able to uh, finish up the whole other loop of 28 miles. Um, which in itself was also a bit of a challenge because guys, there were so many fucking hills during this race. Um, it was actually fucking ridiculous because like every hill, like when I, especially on my way back, I was like, dude, are you fucking kidding me with this fucking hill? Because it was like the fourth time that I passed it. And I was like, dude, fuck this hill, man. I was literally, I was actually like yelling at the hill. Like, yo, I was like, fuck you hill. Like, yeah, like you can't conquer me, man. I'm going to keep going and shit. Um, and it was pretty cool, honestly. Um, because I was, nobody was around me and I could literally just like talk to inan inanimate objects, which was great. Um, and so I did, I did that. And so finished up the bike ride. Um, so did the 56 miles. And at this point, my quads are gassed. My quads are fucking gassed because I'm not, I'm not sure how like bike mechanics work, but I'm pretty sure when you have a flat tire, you are using a lot more of your leg drive. And I'm pretty sure that kind of burned me out a little bit. But obviously on top of that, it's like 56 miles of biking. Like that's not something you just do on an average day. Unless you're like a, unless you're like a crazy bike athlete, which is cool. Like that's fine. Like you're, you're a beast if you can bike 56 miles on a regular day. Um, I cannot, I did that. I did that this one time. That was the first time I ever did it. Um, so, um, but it was cool though. It was, uh, so I finished that up. Um, again, legs are super fatigued. Uh, so now I go into the run. Um, so this is, this is like, this is at the point where it's like, shit man my legs are really fucked up right now they're super exhausted like this is going to be quite the experience getting through this run and honestly the run the entire time i uh, i'm not gonna lie to you guys like i really thought i didn't know if i was gonna make it to be honest with you guys because my legs were fucking burning like burning burning man like i've experienced like post leg day and shit like um after not training legs for a while like dude that was the worst pain my legs were ever in in my life. I'm not even I'm not even fucking like lying to you guys. Like going into that rate, going into that run, I was like, this is gonna be fucked. <laughs> so I did my, you know, at, like literally, I got like two miles in, um, into at, out of the thirteen. So it's it was two loops of six and a half miles. Um, so I got I got I did the first like two miles um, off the bike. Um, so drank some Pedialyte, you know, had a little bit of uh, goo. And if you guys don't know what goo is, it's kind of uh, this nasty fucking uh, stuff that endurance athletes take. I don't know why, um, but I guess it's the most convenient thing, and it's easy on your stomach, right, when you're running. Um, but my legs kept cramping. I had to stop. I had to stop like four or five times because my knees just kept cramping up. Like it wasn't that they were injured. It was just like they had never gone through that much fatigue in one sitting. So it was like, and it's crazy because like I have done bike rides, but it was like the intensity of the bike ride um, at the same time. So I was like, dude, fuck. So um, I had to just stop 
drink water, have goo. Um, and then as soon as they felt, you know, hydrated, I guess, again, I kept going, but then they would cramp up again and then it would get hydrated. Um, and it was just kind of a cycle for at least the first, like, I'm going to say 30 minutes of the run. Like that was how my run went. Um, but then after that, like it was kind of, I was kind of like not cruising, but, uh, I was definitely like feeling a lot better after that. Um, again, still my legs are in a massive amount of pain because we're like the run also is not straight. Like it's a bunch of fucking hills. Um, just like everything else in that course. Um, so it was in that, you know what I mean? And not ideal to keep going with that. Um, but again, it was a that's that's where the mental test comes in at the same time so um and yeah so we got we got i got through the first lap um i actually saw my parents at the after the first lap and they're like yeah keep going and in my head i'm just like fuck my i'm in so much pain i don't know if i can keep going um but obviously like we all know that i i'm not gonna fucking stop right so there was just no possible way i was gonna stop um so that was the that was kind of the cool part and also kind of the hard part that i had to come to terms with because i was like yeah, I'm not going to stop, am I? I was like, nope. I was like, nope, there's no fucking way I'm going to stop this race. Uh, so did my second loop around. Um, and going into that loop, I was like, dude, like this is where I'm going to build myself. <laughs> because um, I was just in so much pain. Again, legs started cramping up. Um, but, you know, I just pushed through it. I was like, there's just nothing that's going to possibly stop me from not finishing this other, these extra six and a half miles. Um, so, but because like, at that point, you're just like, I've been through all this. I've gone through all this. I had a flat tire. I literally am just like, what, what would I gain from stopping this? You know, and you could really use that as a metaphor for like whatever the fuck it is that you're struggling with. It's like, if you put in X amount of hours up to this point, why would you stop? Like what is on the other end of stopping? Like if I, if I had stopped in the middle, if I had stopped after that first lap of six and a half miles, then it's like, why the fuck would I show up? Why would I show up to that race thinking like, oh yeah, I'm going to stop after that first lap. No, the entire time I was like, it really doesn't matter how I'm going to get to the finish line. I'm going to get to the finish line. Of course, unless of course, like there's a medical emergency, but there was no medical emergency. I was just like, I need to get there. There was no, there was no other choice. There was no other choice. And I feel like a lot of us like have choices where it's like, oh yeah, I could do this. I could do that. It's like, no motherfucker, like pick a route, go down that route and execute and finish. All right, so um, so finish up that, you know, and actually I was able to meet up with uh, this guy named uh, Jesse and he was super fucking cool. So we uh, we were both just like in the suck. We were both just embracing it pretty much. Um, and I saw him, he was sucking and I was like, dude, you want to finish this together? Never had met this guy in my life. And he was just super, like, we just kind of like clicked. Probably clicked because we were both like in desperate need of uh, sitting down and water. And, uh, we just finished, uh, we finished that together and it was awesome, man, because like, we kind of just like stayed distracted by talking to each other pretty much. Um, and just, uh, knowing that you have someone next to you, like that's also going through the same pain is like also, um, kind of encourages you and pushes you a little bit better. Um, so we finished it out, both of us pretty much at the same time. Um, and yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, so we finished up the race and now I'm going to give you guys like my two biggest takeaways from this whole race, from this whole experience is that one, finish what you started always finish what you started because I realized that like there are obviously like when I like back in the day back in the day like maybe a couple of years ago there was a I would find myself saying things that I wouldn't actually fulfill and that always made me pissed off at myself and I hated that 
I hated the feeling of being pissed off at myself because I said that I was going to do something and I didn't fucking do it. So I told you guys on Instagram that I was going to do this race. I also told my family. I told my friends. Um, and because I want, I wanted to genuinely do it. I wanted to genuinely push myself. So that's why I told people about it. And I was like, I'm going to finish this. There is nothing that's going to stop me from finishing this. So don't give yourself the option of not finishing it. It makes it a lot easier if you just have that one set, that one mindset, that one goal to finish that certain activity, you know? So that was, that was definitely something that I took away from it, even though it's just compiled in seven fucking hours. It's crazy. Um, like how much, like how much I learned through that seven hours about myself. Um, and then number two, I would say, um, the other biggest lesson that I would take away from this whole race is that like, you're your only limit, dude. You are the only person that's holding yourself back at this very moment. Like if you really want to get somewhere, you will find a way to get there. If not, you will find an excuse to stop. And it's very easy because again, like obviously me doing this half Ironman is not the biggest deal in the world. There are a lot of other serious things going on in the world. There are a lot of people that have done way better things. And I just want to say though, like from what I learned, like let's take it for example, that flat tire, like I could have easily looked at that flat tire and just been like, all right, dude, like clearly I can't finish this race. Like that's pretty much it. I got to go, you know, or I could have done what I did, kept biking, kept going, gotten to the starting point where I knew they could have fixed it, let them fix it and then get back on the race. You know, like there's nothing, there was nothing stopping me from continuing on. Well, like, um, as I was saying, take, that experience and take what I, where I faulted throughout that race and just apply to like, what is your flat tire right now? You know, that sounds kind of stupid, but like, what is holding you back? What is slowing you down? And if whatever, whatever is slowing you down right now, can you overcome it? Like, can you just hold off a little bit longer until that thing is done or until that thing is fixed? Can you just, can you just fight through that, that, that those little moments that are fucking tough? Like, can you get through those moments? Because if you can't, you're not going to see the other side. But if you do, if you do sit through that pain, if you do just get through that little bump along the road, greatness is right fucking there. You know, like it really is. It's right on the other side of like whatever you're struggling with right now, or whatever it is with relationships, business, your fitness. Um, and, uh, you know, if you're like, if you didn't lose like two pounds in one week, let's say you gained a pound in one week, that doesn't mean that you should give up on your fitness. That means that you should continue on, put in more work, go back to the drawing board. All right, how many calories am I eating? Maybe I'm overeating. Maybe I ate a little bit too much of this that week. All right, so I'm going to readjust. I'm going to get to the starting point again. I'm going to let, I'm going to fix this up and then I'm going to get back out there. It's like, it's don't like, don't fucking stop. Don't stop. Like you're being the only person that's stopping you right now, you know, and you can easily fix it. Like fitness is achievable for every single human being on this earth. It might take a different amount of time for everyone to understand it and get it, but that's how it is. Nobody becomes a professional day one. That's fucking stupid to assume. You know, I never, I knew I wasn't going to win this race. And that's not me saying that, oh yeah, dude, you're setting like limits on yourself. No, I was just, I'm being realistic. I've never done a half Ironman before. Obviously I was not going to win, but I was going to finish it no matter what, you know? Um, and you know, same thing with the knee cramps. Like, I could have, I could have just turned around and just been like, ah, oh, I can't go anymore. It's like, no, no motherfucker. Like you keep going. Like you're here to, you showed up for a reason and you're going to keep showing up for yourself and you're going to keep going. You know, like there is no stopping at this point. So that's one of the main things that I'm saying is like, I could have set a limiting belief on myself early on and just been like, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. 
but you can't, you can't stop. Because once you set, once you set your mind on a goal and set to accomplishment, no matter how difficult it gets, and it will get difficult, whatever, whatever goal that it is that's worthwhile achieving, even a good grade on a test, like if you just stop studying, obviously you're not going to fucking get an A. But if you keep studying, if you keep grinding, if you push through that initial phase of where it sucks, you're going to make it. You're going to get that A. You're going to get that. You're going to get that better grade. Maybe you won't get an A, but you're going to do better than you did last time. You know. So that's really the main things that I want you guys to take away from this. And once you engrave this in your brain, it's like everything else just becomes a lot easier because then you really start. And I guess a third lesson that I would take away from this entire experience is get fucking uncomfortable, dude. Like for me, I have been weight training for like eight years. I've never done any endurance training. I've never done a triathlon. I've done a triathlon, a half marathon and a half Ironman in the past two months alone. And those were my, that was my, that was my only history of doing anything competitive with any of these events. All right. So if I can do that and I can get out of my comfort zone, I'm just a regular fucking dude. Like, yeah, you guys could say, oh dude, you train weights, but guys, it's a different format. It's like, it's like you guys saying like, I, it's like I sign up for like a jujitsu tournament and then you guys assume that I'm going to do good. I don't know anything about jujitsu. Same thing about triathlons. I didn't, I don't know anything about it. I just signed up for it because I was like, this looks fun and this looks cool and I'm going to learn from it. So get uncomfortable. Don't be afraid to get uncomfortable because that's where your growth is. If you stay in your little bubble of comfort, you're never going to fucking grow. You know, even if you're, even if you're really good at a craft right now, then what, what is it going to take for you to get to that next level of that craft? What is it going to take for you to push yourself a little bit more? You know, like those are the lessons that you guys need to take away from this experience. I'm not saying you got to go out there and do a half iron. I'm saying take these lessons that I learned, apply them to your life because they are so fucking valuable and there are things that you're going to need. All right. And these are things that I'm going to need as well. I'm not saying I already have this all figured out. I'm saying that I'm going to take these valuable lessons that I learned from this whole experience and I'm going to apply it to my everyday life now. So I'm only going to fucking level up. So hopefully you guys are also going to level up from my experience um, and get uncomfortable. Don't set a fucking limit on yourself and finish what you fucking started. All right. So guys, those are my main, um, those are my main takeaways for you guys today. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the go get a podcast. Make sure you guys are following me at NG fitness five on Instagram. Um, and just fucking get after it guys. All right. I appreciate y'all tuning in and hopefully you guys have a fantastic night.